we will go ahead and get started with our Verizon IndyCar Series post race press conference joined now by our second and third place finishers will power and ed jones will power finishing second in the number 12 verizon team penske chevrolet started third in today's race and it is his fifth podium finish here on the streets of belle isle will you said yesterday that you felt like you worked really hard for a seventh place finish how do you feel about your performance today and ultimately that podium result yeah, I, I feel like that's about as good as we could get. Um, considering how fast Hunter Ray was, there's just no way anyone was going to beat him. Um, you know, we just seemed to be a little, struggle a little bit on full tanks and uh, cold tires, but uh, very happy with the result. You know, I, uh, you know, that's just, I feel like with what we had, that's the most that we could have got out of that race. So very happy. Also joined by Ed Jones, who finished third also Ed's third career podium in the number 10 NTT data Chip Ganassi Racing Honda for the team today. His new best finish here at Belle Isle and finished sixth yesterday. Ed, it was a, an, not, not an uneventful race for you because you did have that moment where you went three wide towards the beginning of the race, but how were you able to stay up front and, and end up on the podium today? Yeah, for sure. You know, it was a um, yeah, pretty entertaining race for me. I tried to pass Will at the start. I got by him, um, and then you know he got me back. And on the cold tires here, it's been very tricky. The cars handled pretty odd, so um, I lo I made a mistake and, and lost the car then, and I lost a few more positions. But uh, you know, we came back through the field. I thought what really made our race was our pace on the red tires as, as the stint went on. You know, today with the rain, I think the grip level dropped quite a bit initially, and um, a lot more people struggled on the reds earlier on with degradation whereas I feel that was one of our stronger points. Um, you know, and then we were able to maintain that. Um, we had the pace where we were. Unfortunately, we, we didn't have enough to, to get by Will again, but uh, you know, it was a great job by the team the whole weekend. Um, Scott winning the race yesterday, and then me on the podium today. We're just aiming to bring the team forward and have some more, uh, you know, have some one-twos eventually. Absolutely. Questions for Will and Ed, starting with Casey. Um. Will, uh, Chevrolet, uh, Chevrolet kind of struggled this weekend. You big finish in second. Penske's backyard. Um, what a race you had. We talk about just coming back from uh, not a good finish yesterday to a great finish today. Yeah, I think it was uh, all about qualifying. I guess in a way it was good that it was wet because <clears throat> it uh, helped us to get further up the grid and um, had very good pace on the blacks at the end of stints or halfway through. So, you know, that kind of put us in a good position. Um, yeah, and like I said, I, I just think that's as, as much as we could get out of, uh, you know, what we had today. And Ed, third place today, sixth place yesterday, two top tens coming out of this weekend. This place can be tough on drivers, just kind of overall takeaways from that. You know, after the last few races, um, things haven't gone well for us. So it was really important to get the momentum back and have two solid results this weekend. Um, you know, we worked really hard hard on it. There was a lot of pressure to do that. But, um, you know, the team gave me, gave me the car to do it, and um, I was able to deliver. Bruce? Ed, first time in a straight-up fight, you've been able to finish ahead of a legend. Your teammate, Scott Dixon, what's it like to be able to, to beat him in a race where he didn't have an issue? Yeah, it was, um, you know, it's a big confidence boost for me. Um, I've been in a few other races, but it wasn't a straight-on fight. It was different strategies and things like that. And so to be able to race him and, you know, pass him on track uh, to move forward was, 
you know, that's a big thing for me. Um, you know, I've, I've been trying to learn a lot from Scott, and uh, you know, we're open to you know helping each other out. And at the end of the day, we both want to drive the team forward and um, get yeah get to winning races. And Will, it's been the week that was for you. When you think that uh, a week ago, right now, you were still celebrating the biggest victory of your career. Just what's it like to have this week over? Uh, actually, I'm looking forward to going home. I haven't been home in a month, so just to have like three mornings where I can sleep in a bit will be pretty cool and be home, spend some time with my little boy and my wife. So, uh, yeah, it's been a this is the most hectic time of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, we look forward to the week off after Texas. I think that'll be uh, very welcomed by everyone in the paddock. <clears throat> Other questions? Yes, Tony and then Aaron. This is for either of you. How weird was the start with the pace car incident? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think no one wanted to run over the uh, debris. Yeah. I think Rossi was the only one that went through it, and we could stop. So I was like, I'm not, I don't want to, you know, we only had one set of new reds. So yeah. you know, I felt really bad for whoever was in the pace car. I mean, it's very easy to do as you go over that crest, um, and the traction control must have been turned off. So, yeah, I felt it wasn't really his fault. It just such a bad corner like it's very easy to do yeah yeah no i thought the same thing um once i think the three of us kind of created a roadblock no one else could get through with the debris it was it made it things easier to decide what to do because we saw i just didn't want to get a puncture or anything like that and with a lot of cars behind if they didn't do it we could have compromised our race aaron will this point of the season right here um the year you won the championship, 2014, you had the same number of wins. So how poised are you after this weekend? You're looking forward to a break, but how poised are you and, and focused towards the championship are you? Uh, yeah, I mean, after, after 500, it was just 100% focus on the championship. Or oh, it is all year, honestly. Um, pretty rough start to the year. Uh, a lot of little mistakes by me, but all whilst in a very good position and qualifying. Qualified out of the top three once all year, so... Um, yeah, we we just focus forward, very determined. You know, I felt like uh, I've had so many close seconds in my career, so I really want to get another championship. Jared? So back to the pace car incident, what goes through your mind when you're just sitting there in the middle of the track, stopped for so long? Is it hard to keep your mental focus on what you have to continue doing? Uh no, my first thought was, should I switch my engine off? And once the team says, switch your engine off, then you okay, just wait. It took a while, and then I'm thinking, with the whole field stopped, that's a lot of starters. Like, that would take a long time. So, yeah, it was a long, I don't know how long that whole process took, but, yeah, it was, <laughs> that would have been a first to see that whole field stuck yeah. in one spot, just on the pit lane exit. But, you know, that's racing, right? Like that. I've seen plenty of pace car crashes. Like, I've seen plenty of people aquaplane off in the wet and crash, and it's not abnormal. Yeah. Bruce? Will, what were your thoughts uh, after the way Alex had kind of dominated the race or controlled the weight race? What were your thoughts when you came around that corner and saw that he was in the runoff area? Yeah, he, what I noticed was he was very quick at the beginning of a stint, and then he backed up like I think I knocked nine seconds out of him uh, in one of those stints the second stint um, and obviously Hunter Ray was putting the pressure on big time he 
just went a little long. I mean, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty tough when that happens and you've uh, kind of dominated all day and you flat spot a tyre. But, uh, yeah, that's that's racing. Other questions? Yes, Aaron. Ed, I've heard stories about racing back home on sand helped you in some slippery, crazy conditions. How much did that help in qualifying, if at all, and this whole weekend on a slippery concrete track? Yeah, it's quite odd. You know, people, you know, I was growing up in Dubai and karting there from, from the beginning. When I got to wet weather, people thought I was going to struggle a lot more, but um, we'd, come, we'd go to the, the kart track sometimes. You'd be, the track would be seven seconds off. So close to, like, rain, you know, um, how slow it was. And just the car control you learned from that was, a, was quite a big thing for me. My first ever race that I did in the wet, I, I was on it straight away. So um, that's always been helpful for me. Obviously, you can't compare it exactly to the rain, but a lot of it applies and car control is always the, the biggest thing. Yes, Casey. For either of you, um, uh, this is also ABC's last r broadcast for IndyCar for a while. And just get your thoughts on that, either of you. Yeah, you know, they've been a great partner. Obviously, uh, is it 60 years they were doing the Indy 500? 54 years. 54 years, which is amazing. Um, but, you know, everything comes to an end at some point. So uh, looking forward to, you know, next year with the TV package that IndyCar has uh, signed. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, been great with ABC, great group of guys. Uh, they're all, you know, did a fantastic job. And, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously sad to see some of those guys go. Yeah, same, same as well. Yeah. Any other questions for Ed or Will? Mm -hmm. okay. Gentlemen, I'll ask you one final question. We go from, you know, the super speedway of Indianapolis to the street course and then back to a super speedway at Texas. Your thoughts on, on that, the diversity of that schedule and, and adjusting from, from race to race in the Verizon IndyCar Series? Yeah, it's just, it's amazing how good you've got to be at so many different disciplines because no oval is the same either. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, Texas is going to be a totally different animal this year um, with the downforce level. Who knows how it'll play out? But, uh, yeah, you've got to just be, you know, good at changing and adapting very quickly. And that's what IndyCar is all about. To be a champion, you've got to master every single discipline, which there's many. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree with Will. It's gonna. That's what's great about IndyCar racing is you know adapting to all those different types of circuits weekend to weekend. Um, you know, it's a big challenge, and yeah, you got you got to be able to do that uh, quickly and uh, be on top of your game straight away. I think Texas can be extremely tough with the the new downforce levels, and also looking at the heat there, it's like 104 degrees. So uh, yeah, we'll see when we get there. Thank you very much. We'll see you next Thank week. We'll continue with our post-race press conference, joined now by our race winner, Ryan hunter Ray, driving the number 28 DHL Honda for Andretti Autosport. It is Ryan's... Thank you. You're welcome. I'm just going to stand. That's fine. Are you feeling a little <laughs> soggy? Soaked. Oh, no. Did you not switch fire suits after your dive? So not everyone here might know, Ryan decided to take a little swim after his celebration in the very lovely fountain here on Belle Isle. I bet there haven't been many damp. people in there. What's that? I bet there haven't been many people in that. Family. Maybe not many sober people. All right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
but probably nobody as happy as you. We'll That's go with true. that. We'll That's go with true. that. It is Ryan's last win since 2015. And Ryan, I know that y you mentioned that yesterday when you came in. Happy with your finish yesterday, but certainly a little downtrodden that it couldn't be one place better. How rewarding is it to finish on top here today after a little bit of a drought? Yeah, so rewarding. I mean, I told you yesterday how bad I want it, but um, there's been a lot of circumstances that have kept this team out of victory lane. Um, if you look at the past, you know, Indy 500s, the 17 and 16 ones, I think we could have won both those. Uh, led the most laps and one of them did get to finish the race. It's been heartbreaking stuff, you know, catching James Hinchcliffe at Long Beach in the last two, you know, five laps or whatever it was, the, the engine or the electrical system shuts down and leading at 2016 in Pocono and yeah. <laughs> same electrical problem shuts the car down. So there's been a lot of frustrating things like that that have kept us from uh, potentially being in victory lane. But today, the car was awesome. I mean, it was, we were at times lapping, I think a second, a second and a half faster than anybody on track. And um, that car definitely ended the race where it should be, and that's in victory lane. So really proud of the uh, 28 DHL Honda team. I mean, these guys have, have worked really hard, but they gave me a great race car. The engineering side, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just really proud of what they've done. Uh, my engineer, Ray Gosselin, uh, he wanted this win as bad as me. Uh, you know, we've won a lot of races together. We've been working together since 2011, and um, we've won a lot together. So this, this, this recent dry spell has really has really had us both a little, uh, a little eager. So um, today was great. It seemed like the story of the race weekend for you was being the hunter, trying to catch up to Scott Dixon yesterday on the final restart and also coming out of the pits to catch your teammate Alexander Rossi. It seemed as the more time went on on your fresh tires, you kind of chipped away at that lead, chipped away, and then all of a sudden it was a second and a half over a second on lap to lap. What was going through your head as you were trying to chase him down? Yeah, my engineer Ray was telling me on the, on, the, on the radio the whole time, you know, we, we have to qualify the whole time. We have to be the fastest car on the racetrack. So that's what we did today. Some of those stints uh, in the middle, I was just, you know, I'm, I'm on the opposite side of the racetrack, but I'm going faster than the leaders at that point. We're catching, we're catching them, we're catching them. This is going to really work if you keep doing the, uh, you know, the, the 75 lap times, the, the minute 15 lap times. So um, just kept my head down. And then um, after the last stop, there was nobody in front of me, and they said, Alex is the leader, and uh, Ray got on the, on the radio and said, you're, you're going to catch him by the end of the stint. Just keep your head down. So I just went, went for it, just kept doing low 75s, and little did I know there was a car on the straightaway, and then there was a car halfway down, and then it was, you know, and then we just closed the gap until I was right up his gearbox with 11 or 12 to go, and um, I, th I think we were strong enough there to uh, potentially expose a weakness. Absolutely. Questions, yes. Steve, right here in the back. Yes, thank you. Ryan, you did uh, down here nine laps quicker than anybody else in the race. Is, how taxing is that mentally to keep, keep doing qualifying laps? <laughs> it, is, it is really taxing, especially with how, you know, doing a double here. The hardest part about this place is obviously the bumps, right? And the kickback and the steering wheel. When you put on a new set of tires, they're so, those firestones are so grippy that they'll, they'll literally rip the wheel out of your hands as you're going through the, you know, the constant beating of the uh, bumps. I had a few times where the wheel almost ripped out of my hand, holding you know, white knuckle in the wheel. And, um, but once I fell into a rhythm with the car, I'd say maybe two or three laps into a stint to the end, I, it was just it was so consistent. The car was so consistent, I could place it consistently. And that was the key for me. Um, I wasn't having to really worry about the rear on entry, which I did a little bit yesterday. So we were even faster than we were yesterday. 
It was just an awesome car. Um, I thought about halfway through, I, thought, I said, this car is a winning car. It'd be a shame if it doesn't win today, and I, I drove that way. Aaron? Kate mentioned how you were a hunter during the race. To your left. Where am I looking? Right here. Oh, you're, you're hidden. Sorry. I got you. When Alexander ran off, did you feel like, yes, success, or darn it, that's not how I wanted to win again? No, I mean, I, I don't know what happened with them. All I know is that I had a better run. I was much stronger than they were. he was at a turn two. So I just kept getting that big run, get on the overtake button, close up to him, pressure him under the brake zone, a little bit of brake lock. Next time, same thing. A little bit more brake lock. Next time, same thing. A little bit more brake lock. And then, I mean, that's how you race cars. Jim? Ryan, I, uh, you rattled off those, those close calls pretty, pretty, I mean, felt like they were top of mind. My first question is, have they been top of mind this whole time for you, and will they start to disappear now that you got that win and got this out of the way? The line? indie ones never go away. You know, when you know you have a car that can win it, um, and you don't get to shoot it out at the end for the win, that's, those, those never go away. Because you never know how many times you're going to have a good car that can win at Indy. You know, uh, like this year, I mean, I think we had a strong car. We definitely didn't have one to win. So um, those, those, those years are valuable. And uh, the ones that, uh, that kind of disappear in smoke, so to speak, are, are the ones, yeah, it, it hurts and you always remember them. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can get some more Indy 500 wins too. That's, that's the goal. Casey? Ryan, usually during a long, dry spell, you think, oh, am I... Am I I, you, you probably knew you were going to win again, but it, it, it had, how many times did it eat at you in saying, oh, am I going to win? When am I going to win? How many times did that go through your head? It did. It went through my head a lot, I mean, but I, I, I know I have the team behind me to do it. I know I can do it with the right car. I know I have the talent to, to, to win the races and just have to just keep, think positive. And I, I've got the best job on earth, so I come and show up in the morning and there's a yellow car there with my name on the side of it and I go to work as an IndyCar driver and I absolutely knew that we can get back in victory lane. It's just a matter of putting it all together. You know, at times with the aero kit, the, the manufacturer aero kit, we might have struggled a little bit, you know, our team did and we just weren't firing on all cylinders for some reason but now again with a unique or with a uh, universal aero kit, um, we're, we're right back on a level playing field again just like we left off in 12, and four, 12 13 and 14. Um, and then just talk about the domination that Honda had this weekend. And uh, Honda's, Honda's well. done a great job, absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't know if it's down to drivability, bottom end torque, what it was, but Honda, you know, definitely had it covered here at Detroit. So hats off to them. Um, they gave me everything I needed, I can tell you that. So it's, uh, hopefully we can, we can go ahead and continue that throughout the rest of the season. Tony and then Bruce. Ryan, you've had a lot of wins that have kind of kick-started seasons, whether it was Indy in 14 or the run you had in 12 that kind of led to the championship. Do you think this is one that could do the same for your uh, 18 season? I hope so, Tony. It's, you know, we've had a pretty good year. We finished second twice, you know, fifth here and there, and uh, we've been in the top five a lot, you know. So we, we've, we've been strong, and like I say, I think maybe with the Universal Aero Kit, we have a better shot at, um, at, at contending for the championship like we did when it was a spec Aero Kit back in 12, 13, 14. So... Absolutely, I'm on that page, and I hope this is the, the, the first to a, to a string of wins. You never know when it comes, you know. In, uh, in 2012, what, we won Milwaukee, Iowa, and Toronto all back-to-back. -back. You know, going to the Milwaukee race, I didn't expect for that to happen, but you got to be ready for it, and that's, that's where we are. So I'm, hopefully we can keep that rolling. Bruce? 
Congratulations. Was your first goal to pressure Alex into making a mistake or to just flat out pass him? My first goal was to have pace to catch him. I mean, he wasn't even on the same straightaway that I was when I first started that stint. I didn't even know there was anybody up there. Just kept my head down, and then all of a sudden there's a car off in the distance down, down the end of straightaway and just kept my heart, head down, and I could see I was closing him. So once I had that rabbit in front of me, I, I even went quicker. And I knew that if I can get to him with, you know, with 15, 10 laps to go, I have a chance at it. I got to him, I think, with 11 laps to go on his gearbox, and from there, I just started to see where am I catching him, you know, what, what corners is he weaker, and um, I found that turn one and two was, was the place that I was catching him quite a bit, so I just kept putting pressure on, and I, I thought that the, the, the gap and, and the interval that I closed on him, that at some point that, that weakness would be exposed, so um, I was going to take my chances, and when it came, you know, to, uh, when it came for, for me to see where it was, and, and I found out that it was out of turn two, so I hadn't got to the point where I was going to lunge on him, but it was getting there because I kept getting that little bit of front lock from him. So that's kind of started to open the door, then it opened. And the fact that he's a teammate, at what time does another driver go from being a teammate to being the guy that I got to pass? It's a teammate. You can't uh, take a teammate out. You got to be very careful on how you race him. And uh, Alex has done a great job. No doubt a future series champion. My job is to make sure it's not this year. Um, he's, uh, he's definitely done an amazing job and he's been great to work with. We work really well together. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy we got the win today and hopefully we can challenge him for a championship this year. Hopefully it comes down to the wire. It's 28 DHL team on top at the end. Yes, sir. Up top and then Tim. Uh, thank you very much. Now that you've reached a uh, winner's circle, it must give you a little extra spring in your step. You're about 20 points behind, but now does that give you a new outlook that you can go ahead and catch the leaders and uh, maybe walk away with the 2018 crown? Yeah, I just have to keep chipping away at it. I'm sure I'm more than 20 points behind, but I have to just keep chipping away, chipping away. Just keep If you keep finishing the top three, top five, top three, top five wins, that's how you, uh, that's how you challenge for a championship. So that's what we're that's what we're focused on doing yeah no doubt yeah it's so easy to make a mistake like that on um today the breaking i mean i almost did that same thing twice so it's um you know i don't know what happened with them so i'll have to go back and figure it out but tim i'm freezing Ooh. sorry yeah. we're almost done By the way, were you provoked to jump in or did you just think of it on your own i'm sorry were you provoked to jump in? Or you oh, yesterday, I when I had an interview for second, when I was second with the local news, they said, so if you win this thing tomorrow, are you going to jump in? I'm like, yes, I'll jump in. I'm the, I want to win that bad. And, you know, um, they, of course, first thing I got out of the car with those two guys that I said, yes, I jump in the freaking, in the fountain. So I got, I got right in, no problem. That wasn't my real question. Ryan, we've all seen you win several times, obviously. Was this as good a drive? Tony DeSino was saying this a while ago with, was this as good a drive as you've ever put together? I mean, just from a relentless standpoint, et cetera. Where, where does this one sort of rank? Definitely pace-wise, I think so. Yeah, I think it was, um, you know, to be fa that much faster than the rest of the field. Yeah, that, it's, it's got to be one of my top races. I mean, I'll always put 2014 Indy 500 as my top one because going back every, every lap with Elio like that, it, it's a different type of race. You know, this one was based on pure speed, so not making any mistakes and going fast and jumping in fountains. 
And just for clarity, that interview was with local ABC affiliate WXYZ. Yes, sir, we'll take our last, question, or last two questions here. Noah. Hey, um, delay before the race started with the, with the pace car crash, kind of a weird situation there. What, what did you see on that, and, and how much did it affect you as a driver? Didn't affect me at all. Uh, race hadn't started yet, so we just rolled out. No issue at all there. I think that's a testament to the Corvette ZR1. I, I know that thing's 750 horsepower. I've driven one before, and you do not want to jump on the gas, and I think for sure it's a fast car. So, no, it's uh, something that can happen, and race hadn't started. No big deal. Yes, sir. We'll take our last question here. Hey, Ryan. This morning you go out and qualify. I know it's in the wet, but you have a couple spins, kind of a difficult qualifying session, and then you come back in the race and pretty much go hot laps through the whole race. Is it, is it hard after a morning like that to kind of wire yourself to go back out there and deliver that kind of performance? Yeah, I knew I had a good race car in the dry. Uh, I had a really hard time in the wet. I usually like the wet. Um, usually go pretty fast in the rain, but just had a hard time with it. Couldn't make the car turn, couldn't make it break, couldn't really make it accelerate very well, and um, I, I knew I just had to wait until the afternoon, until the race came with a dry track, and I knew what I had yesterday, so had to take advantage of that. And, and knowing that ahead of time, how, much, how quick our car was in race trim, I, I kind of was, uh, was pretty eager to get the race started. Ryan, go warm up. Congratulations. Oh, thank, you. thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. And media, just, it, a re just a reminder that Bud Danker, chairman of the Chevrolet Detroit Grand Prix presented by Lear, will be in here in just a bit for his uh, post-event press conference. Thank you. Ryan, you may annoy me, it's a tradition. <laughs>